Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to Elevated Places. I am your host, Sister Ava Muhammad, and it is such a blessing to be here on Ask Dr. Ava Thursday night, brought to you by Elevated Places Network, with my co-host, Brother Terrence Muhammad, our executive producer, Sister Rona Muhammad, our contributors, uh, Sister Attorney uh, Pamela Muhammad uh, joining us this evening, always bringing us such insight. And then we have uh, contributors who uh, come to us from time to time. Uh, Sister um, Mariam Muhammad, our health contributor, and our international correspondent, Brother Ruben Muhammad. And to all of you, once again, assalamu alaikum. Thanks a lot. Oh, all right. I'm like, I know they didn't cut me off that quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, praise is due to Allah. Yes. And so uh, we're coming off of an incredible uh, weekend of the uh, ministers of the Nation of Islam under the direction of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan were invited into Chicago where we met here. Um, and had just a profound, beautiful, productive, enlightening uh, two days that culminated in a message uh, this past Saturday from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And he actually came to the mosque uh, to meet with us and gave us uh, such a life-changing message. Would you not say, Brother Terrence? Man, I would say hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
And and so we're ready to uh, move forward, uh, committed to being deliverers of the word of God, being effective defenders of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and advancing the program of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and standing firm and strong on the cardinal principle of our belief system that Allah came to us in the person of Master W. Farid Muhammad, July 1930. And so we are strong and we are founded in faith and ready to uh, finish off <laughs> Satan. That's actually what Allah is going to do himself, but we are in line with him, and we feel powerfully connected and protected. And so um, I want to uh, turn the mic over to Brother Terrence, but of course I do want to invite all of you uh, to visit me on ministerava.com. Uh, my lectures from 2020 are available there, The Law of God, Parts 1, 2, and 3. The sessions, Real Love in Real Life, the question and answer sessions, uh, Parts 1 and 2. And I have five new ebooks. The Science of Light, Color, and the Mother Plane is one. Another is Deportation of Moon and The Legend of the Lost Continent of Atlantis. A third one, Can a Muslim Worry How to Stop Tormenting Yourself and Then Overcoming Burnout? And, of course, The Season of Separation, How to Escape Time, Directing Your Will, Thoughts, and Words to Get Your Life in Order. And so uh, visit me on the website and we're going to be seeing, uh, introducing some new components, some live uh, videos, because uh, I get so many questions, Brother Terrence, all the time, including uh, <laughs> right, Friday Night Study Group. And so I'm going to uh, start answering those questions on my website, because there's never time when I'm on a live program, uh, right. and it's time to close out to take those questions. But we have a lot to do tonight, and we, we have back with us, uh, he was phenomenal at Savior's Day, the COVID-19, the virus and vaccine plenary session. And I'm talking about none other than Brother Riza Islam, who is going to come on tonight to discuss COVID-19 and the CDC. And we already know, we've learned by now, he's a very insightful young brother and just an asset to the nation of Islam. But another asset to the Nation of Islam is my co-host, Brother Terrence <laughs> Muhammad. And it's, the mic is yours, Brother Terrence. Well, happy Savior's Day still. Happy Savior's Day. Oh, and, that's right. Man, and I, I just say that as you just stated, to be in the presence, to be in the presence of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is a joy, an honor, a privilege, and I just pray that we that say we believe and are with him will be with him through all of that which is prophesied and scriptures to come and shall come, and we will 
be here when it's all said and done, that we will be those that stood strong and faithful and that our foundation is strong and that we will survive this dark time that is coming. But we should be honored, we should be blessed, and we should be excited, and we should be happy that we still have the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan amongst us as we can see his light, hear his voice, and get so much life of the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the Nazarite Christ. And I say that with strength and passion that we are a part of a place where you can get elevated with this teaching. So what Dr. Ava just laid out, going to ministerava.com is a place where you can get all of some, all of this good wisdom, all of this good knowledge, all of this, you know, it's one of those things, Dr. Ava, there's many martial artists out there, many great martial arts teachers, but you always see the different lineage, the different schools, and it's still the same art, but everybody puts it in their fine way, in their fine expression. So you're getting the the root teachings, and you're getting these beautiful expressions. So people love to hear you. So they should go to ministerava.com and support and get those new eBooks and study and study and study and learn as much as we all can. And then, of course, come back tomorrow night. No, thank you. And come, we should also share on tomorrow night, self-improvement, 7.30 p.m. Go to NOI.org for your self-improvement so you can start finding out how to develop that community. Because self-improvement is the basis for community development. 7.30 tomorrow night, go to NOI.org. Come back Sunday, 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern for NOI.org to hear some more teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught today by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And join us every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. And quickly, because we do have a guest, you know, just a shout-out to our sister uh, secretary now, confirmation, confirmed, Secretary of Interior, uh, Daph Havlin, uh, our first Native Indigenous woman to be over there in the Biden administration. Administration, and she used to be uh, Representative Deb Havlin, and now she has been confirmed as the Secretary of Interior. That was a big confirmation. And as we're looking at that, we're also looking at some very, very serious controversy around support for the Asian community where there's a lot of violence that we're seeing uh, perpetrated on the Asian community, and we know that eight people just recently got killed uh, down south. Um, the interesting thing, though, mm-hmm. as, as we know, we know and we don't like death of any kind and killing of any kind of innocent people. One question was raised, Dr. Ava. It was like when the matter of black lives was at stake, someone asked the question, where was the outcry? And I just bring that up. Mm-hmm. It's because it seems that black people are always, always in support of others, and we are always right. fighting on the battlefield for everyone. 
But when that cry comes from the black community, comes from the hood, comes from the poor and rejected, it seems that there's only one voice in the wilderness that cries out and speaks for that rejected black man and woman in the hells of North America. And that's why we stand with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And that's why you should find out how you can help him and give him a Savior's Day gift. And find out, ask that brother and sister that you see and that you hear them looking with their garments on, that sister or that brother with that bow tie, or you know something's different about them. They're in the nation. Ask them about the Savior's Day gift and see how you can help. And closing out, we may be blessed once again to hear the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan at the Nubian Leadership Summit coming up again April the 3rd. Part two, this oh, time right. the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan will yeah, be doing the introduction, yeah. and we don't want to miss that. And you can go to the NubianLeadershipCircle.com, NubianLeadershipCircle.com, and go ahead and register, because that is the National Black Leadership Summit, part two, April the 3rd. So with that, I'll turn it back over to you, Dr. Ava. Because, like I said, we got a blessed, blessed, blessed day of good information um, tonight. So, yeah, we really do. Yeah, it's, this is going to be good tonight. It always yes, it is, is, but this is, yeah, but it just, we always outdo ourselves with, with our brilliant contributors and guests. And let us not forget that the real name of this planet that we live on is Asia. That's right. We're the That's right. Yeah. We're the originals, okay? And that's why it, it behooves people of all walk of life in this whole spectrum to support us and to stand up with us. Because as long as the black man is down, everybody's going to be vulnerable. And we're finding that out the hard way. You know, because so many people have come to this country, you know, different uh, members of the family from the the uh, the brown and the yellow who come from different places, and some of our black brothers and sisters that come from the Caribbean and Africa, and they're given a certain type of orientation that makes them feel that we are not only inferior to whites, but inferior to them because that's how the white man trains them before he lets them come in here. And so we're realizing or should realize that until the original black man, who is the original, he's the Asiatic black man, has resumed his proper position as the father of civilization and the black woman as the mother of civilization, nobody is going to enjoy freedom, justice, and equality. Nobody. That's so, right. With that said, we're going to hear from our uh, wonderful legal contributor, Sister Attorney Pamela Muhammad. Yes, ma'am. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. How are you? I'm all praise. 
I am fine by Allah's grace, uh, Sister Dr. Right. Ava. Yes, ma'am, and Brother Terrence. Assalamu alaikum to you. Um, and once again, I'd like Welcome. to say, yes, sir. I'd like to say all praises due to Allah. Thank you, Sister Ava, for allowing me a couple of minutes to speak. And I really, you know, would also, you know, say, you know, assalamu alaikum to your beloved listening audience because I know people are on to hear uh, your featured speaker. But, you know, as you all were talking about um, the recent attack on the Asian community and how the outcry and, you know, it also made me kind of scratch my head as well in the sense that when we are attacked, when this historical policy of official hatred of the black race, which it has been evidenced, and I took that yeah. title from a scholar. He wrote about that like a legal scholar back in 1997. He did a research paper, and he, you know, he talked about the widespread um, racial hatred, discrimination, uh, both de jure, uh, meaning in the law, as well as de facto, which means just it's true. And um, looking at skin color as being a cause for the suspicion, you know, at any given time, regardless of income levels, regardless of where you live, regardless of, you know, if you're a star, if you're not, if you're black, we know that this is the uh, policy against us, and we know how the criminal justice uh, system, as he talked about, education, housing, employment, voting rights, health care, family law, you know, but I also thought about the confusion sometimes that goes on because, Sister Ava, as you, you mentioned uh, during the Savior's Day, you talked about the word propaganda and how propaganda is actually used yeah. to keep us from seeing, you know, this propaganda that's going on, as always, the, is, is causing us once again to be suppressed. You know, we can't get our true uh, messages. I mean, it really does anger me when you got an experimental drug and it can't even be the subject of widespread conversation because Come of on. censorship. And that's Come an on. absolute Speech. violation of all praises due to a lot. That's an absolute violation of our, our rights. Our, you know, we are under our conversa- a constitution, quote, unquote, you know, the people, we, we as a people, we're not supposed to be governed without consent. Um, the government is not above the people. And so now right. we're seeing this propaganda that I've just never seen this um, heightened level used to That's keep right. us from seeing who the real enemy is in order to suppress us and subjugate us. I mean, we've seen this That's with right. racial um, hatred. But, you know, now they're even trying to control our thoughts on who the enemy is, you know, when did it start, you know, are we going to have a whole new short version, condensed version, did it start, you know, when this president was elected, did it start after, no, it goes all the way back to the original, as we're taught, us being brought here, and I'm sure, you know, you scholars, Tell us about the, you know, the 6,000 years of Yaqub's grafted devil. But, I mean, it's just um, – so I, I just kind of wanted to bring that out because it's it's very much a um, a heightened level that we've never seen before. And so when we look at articles uh, in the beautiful final call, which, you know, we we thank the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan uh, so much for this paper – 
uh, which tells us the truth. So we got articles talking about how crack cocaine is still destroying black lives. You know, in that article, you you know, you got a young man, a Hispanic young man by the name of Hernandez, who talks about how he was given a life sentence plus 320 years in 1998 uh, for selling crack, which, you know, of course, mm-hmm. is a crime. But the person that delivered it to him, the powder, he got 12 years, or that person got 12 years. You talk about the 3.4 million black people who were arrested from, um, uh, you know, from I believe it was a hundred to one disparity because we know whites who weren't, who you know, they have just as much of a liking for drugs, illegal and pharmaceutical, you know. But um, but you know, we the disparity is a hundred to one. You know, talks about the surveillance, and I just kind of wanted to just quickly bring up just a couple, uh, one more case or the yeah. issue regarding the joy. Uh, the George Floyd Act, I saw this AP article today uh, and was talking about this Justice in Policing Act. But it, you know, it was really interesting because here we go again with the training and the banning of the chokeholds and the different things, no qualified immunity. And some of the activists are saying, well, that's good, you know, some of that, but we really want um, things abolish, like abolish the Drug Enforcement Administration. Why don't we abolish the use of surveillance technology, abolish some of these mandatory minimums? But even more, you know, she's saying, one of the activists, and I'm quoting, you know, she's saying that there's this thought that black people are dying at the hands of police officers because individual officers, you know, and that's just a subterfuge, that's the propaganda because there are bad officers, but the system was built on this slave system, and this is where we are, and this is why separation is the only solution. And I just wanted to end by the case of, because I think it's very interesting, we need to make sure we watch this. Uh, back in 2017, Sister Avery, you remember this case where Anthony Smith was killed by a officer by the name of um, Jason let me see. His name is um, I have it. Jason Stockley. He's the one that uh, shot Anthony Smith four times. It was on the dash cam. This was in St. Louis, Missouri, um, and it was actually a video, you know, conversation of Stockley saying something like he, that made us think that he wanted to kill this man. And, you know, on the video, you see Stockley get in the car and some gun magically appears after he was there. And the only DNA on that weapon was the police officers. But, of course, there was a trial and he was found not guilty. Well, of note is that as a result, you know, it seems like there was a protest in St. Louis and uh, some police officers beat up one of their own undercover officers. A black man uh, was actually beat up by the name of Luther Hall. He was an undercover police officer beat up by his own. And right now that trial is going on, um, and, you know, it's a federal crime, federal hate crime. But, you know, it's just very interesting to see this is policing um, this is the state. You know, anybody black, whether or not you're a police officer or not, right. is at risk of being murdered um, in this in, in this environment that we're living in. So 
I just kind of wanted to, um, I, that, those are some of the points I wanted to share to say that creation is the only solution. Um, and thank you for your time. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for your time and constantly keeping us aware and, and conscious. And, you know, yes, one, one reason that these propaganda campaigns work on us is we, we don't engage in critical thinking. We just let stuff get thrown at us and we just swallow it whole. Yes. And that's why this teaching is indispensable. This body yes, of knowledge ma'am. known as the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad are indispensable. And were it not for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, we would not know of these teachings because of the success of Satan in utilizing some of us to destroy the house because no one can destroy the black man. All that can be achieved is you can turn us against each other and divide our house. You cannot destroy the will of the black man. You can't. It's indestructible. But what you can do is cause his desires to be impacted, and it is the desires that feed the will. So when he no longer desires freedom, justice, and equality, he no longer desires to be a husband and father and to own his own land and to take control of his own destiny, that's how we're kept down. And now the nation of Islam stands alone between Satan and his last stand and those of our people who he desires so badly to take with him. That's what we're trying to do is make sure you don't fall for the technology that Satan is using against us that will cause us to voluntarily go down with him. And with that, I want to uh, bring our guest this evening who even, you know, we call him guest, but he's a member of the family. And if you've heard him uh, on this program and if you've heard and seen him on social media, uh, though he is continually uh, terminated and uh, blocked because of the truth he tells, but he was phenomenal uh, Savior's Day during the COVID-19 plenary session and the, the plenary session that we put together, uh, all of you should study it because as study the, the session, study Minister Farrakhan's message, and then go to medicalracism.org and watch this documentary um, because this is the Nation of Islam's platform, what you saw. Because as Minister Farrakhan himself said, of the plenary session, you cannot find a single lie in it. And so with that, I want to bring on my brother, Brother Riza Islam. Assalamu alaikum, sir. Wa alaikum assalam, sister. How are you? I am fine, sir. Thanks to Allah and his mercy. Yes, sir. And what about yourself? I'm doing well, thankfully to Allah, striving daily and being thankful for every day that we have to have some good news and to continue to push the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Yes, sir. 
Well, of course, uh, we we have been so edified by what you brought to us over the Elevated Places Network, and then also, of course, um, your brilliant delivery and uh, providing us with a comprehensive knowledge of the important distinction with a difference between emergency use authorization, which is what has been given to uh, the mRNA vaccine and those coming behind it, and being approved by the FDA. And, you know, noticing that the media uses the term approved very loosely um, as though it does not have any meaning. And so this, this was a invaluable help and will continue to be um, that you make that, among other things, so clear. And so we wanted you to come on and update us on your insight, give us some additional insight, any that you wish to share on uh, COVID-19 and the Center for Disease Control as well. Yes, ma'am. Well, praise be to Allah. I truly, of course, um, I'm always honored to be brought on. And, of course, I thank Allah for all of the work that you are doing and the, the rest of the legal team, all of the brothers and sisters who continue to do this work because we are at war whether we realize it or not. <laughs> um, and this goes across all generations, whether if you are in the ranks or out of the ranks. And we know that every member of the original family uh, is a member of the Nation of Islam. So we are in this war, whether if we choose to be actively involved or not. So um, I'll give a few updates. Well, one, we were present last weekend at the CDC, right on the doorstep of the CDC, where this was from what it was recorded and what was shown, and we're going to put up more pictures and video later on, but this was the largest turnout of young black people in front of the CDC in history. Whoa. Crazy. Yes, ma'am. Praise be to Allah. And the the largest turnout of black people, period, was, I believe it was the year 2017, or it could have been 2018, but I believe it was 2017, Holy Day of Atonement, when the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan held it in Atlanta so that the believers could be present at the CDC to uh, make that declaration known that we are aware of what it is that they're doing and that we are not going to stand idly by and just, you know, accept this. So that was the largest turnout of, of black people, mm. period, was the Holy Day of Atonement. And second to that, the largest turnout of young black people in this generation was March 13, 2021. And I, I thank Allah for that because I'm, I'm talking about young brothers and sisters from different hoods yeah. all throughout Georgia. Yeah. I'm talking about they drove up from Florida. They drove up from Swampland, brothers with dreads, and Hebrew Israelites mm, came yeah. out, and some of the Moors yeah. came out, and, of course, Muhammad Muslim the 15, Atlanta came out strong. I mean, it was mm. so beautiful. They brought children. You know, some elders oh, came out. I mean, it, it was so beautiful, and I cannot wait to post more of the visuals because uh, we made the New York Post. <laughs> we made the New York Post. <laughs> but, of course, how the enemy works, we all know um, the way they do their journalistic approach, if we can even call it that, they strategically place visuals that don't actually reflect 
the the overall image of who was really present. Right. So right. they they picked the I don't know how I mean they're they're very good at this. I mean it, the the enemy is very slick on how he does because <laughs> they grabbed the image of the only tiny part of one of the corners where it was about seven or eight white people and a guy in a clown suit. So they picked that picture and they said it was QAnon, QAnon that was responsible for this rally. So they gave QAnon the credit for what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam heavily were influential in bringing together because if they really put the real accurate photo there, it was overwhelmingly black people, specifically young black people who were the vast majority there. This, This is the first time and all of the rallies that I've been to at the CDC where young black people outnumbered everybody, period. That's, that's amazing. Wow. You know, so it was, it was just interesting, but they, you know, they said a rally occurred. You know, they try to make it very small how they do because they're not trying to alert the world that, one, black people are aware now of what's really going on. <laughs> Two, it was the Nation of Islam and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan who has been the instrument of God to wake up the masses of not only black people, but all people since 2015, 10-10-15, justice or else, where it was broadcasted from the steps of the Capitol to over 42 countries to over 1.3 billion people via C-SPAN, where he brought this out. So they don't, they don't want the world to know that here, here we go again. <laughs> that same... <laughs> Them, them Muslims, that nation of Islam, that Farrakhan, we thought we got rid of them, took them off of television, took them off of college campuses for 20 years. We, we just can't get rid of them. And here he is again in a new generation through some of his students and the same teaching and the same teacher. Here they are again exposing what it is that we're doing. So um, they made a concerted effort to hide us, but all praise due to Allah. We have over 500 pictures. We have over uh, – 30 videos with testimonials from all of the people that we could get there of exactly how they became aware of it, what it means to them. I mean, we, we have evidence is, is my point, and we're going to release those um, because we have to have, we have to become our own scribes and journalists. We must have our own ability to record because the enemy will never put out the real story unless, uh, if it is not demonizing the nation or the minister, they're not going to release it. So we have to report everything. Um, so the, the update on that is we were able to make that declaration. We were able to take a stand there. The masses were able to be educated at that point, but also they simultaneously came out, as we know, of with the Johnson & Johnson shot, which is a one-dose is what they said shot. So there doesn't have to be two. Or, but what they're not telling the people is within this shot, Johnson & Johnson, it has – cells from aborted fetal tissue, as many of these vaccines do. But this one being an updated new one has aborted cells from the kidneys of aborted fetal tissue babies and aborted cells from the retina or the eyes of these babies, the specific areas where they are deriving their serum from. So now it's taking a step further from not only the mRNA, that we know is a newer technology, but they're going back to their old ways of getting these aborted cells from the 60s and up to where you're being injected with these germs from other human beings, um, which, of mm-hmm. course, we know is biological warfare. It can be 
calculated. They can be uh, turned on as far as certain chemicals within these viruses, and it can be time-released, which is what we have to understand when it comes to how they operate. We don't know what they are putting into our people. And a statement that I made from uh, right in front of the CDC is, how can we trust an organization that has over 25,000 cases of cancer from their talcum right. powder that collectively range up to over $4 billion in lawsuits, and then all of a sudden you're telling us we're supposed to trust you to inject something into us? That was on oh. the outside with the baby powder. <laughs> that was oh, on the <laughs> outer layer of our body. Now you want, us to give, you want you to allow us to give us something that goes into the inner workings of our body? that goes, bypasses our immune system, and you have a record of harm, thousands if not more, it, it, there is no logical anything that justifies us trusting this enemy. Moderna has never created any vaccine, and none of their drugs have passed FDA approval. So you're the newest in the group, and you come out with a shot that is being given to the masses of the people. I mean, what, what, are, we, what are we thinking here? We're, we're not following the right guidance, obviously, but at the same time, um, following this enemy, because we know that we love the devil because he gives us nothing, nothing. is what the teachings teach us. I mean, he literally can tell you in your face, here, take this. It's not going to help you, per Dr. Fauci. It's not going to prevent you from getting it, per Dr. Fauci's words. Um, If you do get it, it's not going to prevent you from spreading it, per Dr. Fauci's words, but just take it. I mean, come on. It's just so this generation, (laughs) by Allah's permission, is uh, we're a little more wise than that as of right now. And the beauty is that we don't have the level of fear. We're not owned by this enemy. We don't have the contracts with them. We're not striving to be approved by them, um, I would say, as, as a generation. And therefore, because of that, they cannot control us, which is why they're trying to get rid of us, as we all know. So um, the other update I will say on that is the beauty is that the masses now of black people, they've already done polls in Philadelphia. I believe over 86% of the people who received the shot were Caucasian people, and less than 10% were black people who were even present in the lines, present at the Mm, doctor's offices, present at the schools, present. And they were trying to figure out what is it that is preventing them from coming out. Why? We told them they are the most affected. We told them they're the number one, you know, you know, dying from this. We told you guys, why are you not listening to our propaganda? Oh, it's because you're seeing our lies now. And who is the one consistent voice that has been warning you about us from the very beginning, or should I say over the last three uh, generations, which is 60 years? That's right. It has been the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and his students, and they have continually by him. <laughs> they can't. They just really <laughs> are trying to figure out why. So, by Allah's permission, um, through the platform that I have, Allah has blessed me to reach the masses of young people and a lot of the artists now. And many of them are sharing the things that we post, and it's sparking the minds of the people to where they're questioning now. Oh, so it's not FDA approved. Oh, so it is actually listed as experimental. Oh, so I can't sue you if I get harmed by it. Oh, wait a minute. So there's no long-term studies. So even if I do get the shot, if I feel good now, there's no telling what cancers or anything that I may develop over the next six to seven years or even two to three years. Oh, see, I didn't know that. So that has gotten out now, and that's the beauty, which is now I, I believe that has added to the numbers 
of black people not showing up in, in mass numbers right. to get these shots because now they're really thinking because, again, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad put the right man in his chair, in his seat, and he has continued to be unwavering against this enemy's plot. So I, I thank Allah for the honor of Mr. Farrakhan, his example, and him teaching us to hurl truth at falsehood until we knock out his brains. Like we, we, can't, we cannot uh, become soft now. We can't slow down as if we've made it. We can't pretend as if we own the eight to ten states already. We can't act as if we already have our hospitals, our restaurants. We have our airports now. We have all of our distribution and all of our international trade and commerce. We don't have it all yet. So we can't take our foot off the gas. And as Brother Supreme told me to my face at Savior's Day, he looked at me and he said, let loose on this enemy. And by Allah's grace and permission, I will do just that. (laughs) Yes, you have and you will. You know, we're going to hurl truth at falsehood until we knock out its brains. And, that's and right. you're saying, you know, the, the youth are the target. That's, that's our future. That's the next generation yes, to step into leadership. And so the, the target is absolutely our young people. And you are so important to us because of your ability to, to, your message is so clear, it crosses generations. And, and I, I agree with you. You know, we don't believe in spookism, and there's, there's no other reason for this resistance to this uh, so-called mRNA vaccine. And now I'm so glad you gave us some insight on the up-and-coming next to bat Johnson and Johnson. And I remember having that same thought when the Today Show announced it and actually touted them as a family company who makes baby shampoo and lotion. And we all (laughs) are familiar with the household name. And I'm sitting there and saying, are you ever going to comment on the fact that this company is a criminal? All of them are. All of of these companies are. But as you just said, you, you've killed thousands and thousands of people knowingly, right. knowingly. When they were sued uh, in class actions and by families whose uh, loved ones had suffered and died from ovarian cancer and uh, the, through the discovery process got those internal memorandums where they were discussing very clearly uh, that yeah, we know this carcinogen is, is in it. And we just, they just continued because it was such a popular, hot-selling product for decades. That's right. But, you know, I remember coming into the Nation of Islam in the early 1980s and going into that MGT class, and one of the and back in those days in the early eighties, you know, everything was were, were these handouts typed up on selectric typewriters and all that. And I'll never forget that in one of my classes, I uh, the material they gave me was uh, a set of instructions on certain products we should not use. And one of them was talcum powder. We were told 
Do not use talcum powder. It is toxic. It is dangerous. If you want to use something similar, use cornstarch. I mean, look at the teaching. Wow. Isn't that that amazing? You know, and then you go back to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad while the whole world was overjoyed at the eradication, the near eradication of polio, this miraculous vaccine that is getting rid of this dreaded disease. And polio was a dreaded disease. And it was paralyzing children. It was uh, causing brain damage. And it was infectious. It was contagious. And here comes this, this vaccine and everybody's celebrating. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad stood up and told his followers, do not take the polio vaccine. And he said it without explanation. And so those that complied and obeyed his instructions, they were spared the new epidemic that this vaccine caused, which is an epidemic that persists to this day of cancer because it had SV40, one of the most powerful carcinogens on this planet. And it has infected human beings throughout the globe. But they knew... They started administering that vaccine in 1955, and by 1959, they knew this carcinogen was in that vaccine, and they kept administering it for another four years to over 100 million children and some adults, but primarily children. And now cancer... Childhood cancer at a certain point up until the 50s, it, was, it rarely existed. It hardly happened. In fact, cancer was not the scourge that it is now. And so we have to ask the question, what will we be spared if we obey the directive of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan? And here's where you see Allah's mercy. Because we are providing all of this scientific evidence. You know, when God gives a command, you don't fact check God. But when you're living (laughs) in an era of mercy, then God's servant, for our sake, supports his directive with every type of piece of evidence so that Months, see, it it didn't become public until 1992 to the public that the polio vaccine contained that carcinogen. And supposedly, they removed it, supposedly, because the polio vaccine is still given to this day. And so, supposedly, it's not in there, but to Brother Riz's point, See, you don't know the full long-range effects of something. Because I hear Negroes on, uh, on radio and television, some of these silly celebrities, bragging about, you know, I got my second dose, 
And I'm going to tell you, well, that first one, my arm hurt for a couple of mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then it was okay. I could pretty much lift it again. And, but that second one, I had to go home. I, 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 cause I felt like I had the flu. Yeah, because you do, you idiot. You you gave it to yourself. Come on. You know, you took a you you allowed a, a coding to be introduced, a message. See, mRNA, the M is for messenger. So you you have Satan has a messenger to counter Allah's messenger. Come on, come on, the, come this on. This is a war. And this, this is the final conflict. And they are hell-bent on this genocidal plan. Because what, what did Iblis tell Allah in the Holy Quran? I, I'm going to lay it, lie in the straight path. That's I'm going right. to take them. And Allah said, I will, you'll get them all except my purified ones. See, pure, we don't believe in a spook God. So when That's we right. purify the spirit, then we live a life that purifies the body. Because as a true believer, we reject this poison. See, it meant, it meant purified spiritually, mentally, and physically. Allah said, you won't get them. But here's people getting sick getting Bell's palsy, getting shortness of breath, having heart attacks, dying. And, and it was 30 years before the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's commandment was, was proven true. But how many months passed? It was months before what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said came to pass because he said this is death. We will not accept death. And lo and behold, that's in July, and in December, almost immediately after this thing came out, it was killing people, and it's killing people as we speak on this program. That's right. That's right. So, Brother Rizzo, did you see the clip? I I, uh, love what you're saying about the importance of – Getting to our youth, and our youth are on social media. They are, uh, and and they're very astute. You know, they're hearing this. And as you said, once you start saying experimental, and I would say that to all our listeners, you don't have to give people an encyclopedia of information. But if you just get across, as our brother did at the plenary session, and, and have them go look at it. The link is, is there on NOI.org. Say, you know what, go and, go and watch this. And have them listen to Brother Rizzo just break it down, the difference between approved and emergency use authorization and experimental. Because hmm. all you got to ask people is, well, why won't you take it? Because I'm going to wait until they finish the experiment. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like the mice said on the cartoon we put up, two mice talking to each other. One of them asking, have you taken the vaccine yet? My man's like, no, I'm waiting for the human <laughs> trials to be completed. <laughs> Come on. 
You know what, Dr. Favor, if I, if, uh, if I may say on this right. point, there are many people within the military and within the area of medicine who are not taking it and who are making a joke about it because of how the masses are so easily taking it. Mm. Out of all the shots that the military takes, it is mandatory that they take all the shots because they're government property. This one is the only one that is being given as an option. What? This is being given as an option. Now, when I've discussed this with certain military personnel, depending on if they're in the Army or Marines or the Navy, depending on which one you're in, your, um, your captain or whoever is in a position over authority or of authority over you may heavily encourage you to take it. Or even some individuals have said, no, this is mandatory. You have to take it, certain individuals. But overall, it is being given as an option. So, so that should automatically throw up a red flag because the military is the number one experimental group because they are government property. They, they would line up brothers in a line, a single-file line, and they would have the lab techs and they would have the nurses, et cetera, poke them in the arms. They would have them walk in a straight line and poke them in the arms with different shots so that they would be fully inoculated. I've had these discussions with, with Army veterans, and they said that's how they would do us. They would have us walk through the line and get poked in our arms and maybe one or two in our legs so that we could be fully vaccinated. He said, but this one is being given as an option, which should make everybody question. So, wow. so you know, that's one major part, as well as some individuals that I know who work at Emory, which is right next to the CDC, they said that there right now is an internal war going on between the supervisors from the CDC, supervisors at Emory, as well as the staff under them at the CDC and the staff under them at Emory, where they are battling each other, certain staff members saying, I'm not taking this because this violates all of our policies, all of our protocols, everything from how the studies were conducted, everything from the speed, everything from the billing, you know, what, what, what is this? This does not go according to what we've been taught. So now you have the seniors and juniors, as far as ranking, battling each other currently inside of the CDC, currently inside of Emory, and all in the area and field of medicine. It, this is not being uh, easily accepted by anyone in these areas, but people are not talking about it. That is profound. See. Only on elevated places are you going to get this <laughs> enlightened. And that's so key what you said of all places, because this is where, you know, the military and the prison facilities, the correctional facilities, so-called correctional, that's yes. where that's, these are hotbeds for experimentation because your body is owned by the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. That is profound. And that's another thing we have to add mm -hmm. to our repertoire when we're talking to people. Mm. Yes, sir. Man, so go ahead. Yes, sir. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Brother Riz. Well, I just wanted to, you know, a beautiful um, what you just said, Dr. Avery, because the, 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 the pregnant truth, about that statement regarding all of the areas of experimentation, right now people are being given a reduced sentence if they accept to take these uh, experimental shots. 
They're giving them reduced sentences in certain prisons. Other prisons, before they're allowed to be released, it is now being made a requirement that you have to take these shots. And they, we, as you said, we know over the years this has been standard, but they're saying for some people, even if they're not going to be released yet, they are literally offering reduced sentences mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. take these shots. Since when is the government so, I mean, they care about their inmates. Since when? Come on. Right. <laughs> to, well, I don't understand. They don't care Why about the health I mean, if that's the case, why, why are they not giving them alkaline water and organic food in these prisons? Talk why do they it. give them a mixture of these soy-induced burritos and old expir- <laughs> expired orange juice and no water? They're giving them gut-busting combinations to kill us quickly, you know, in prison, and you're telling me you care so much that you want to give us these shots before we get out? I mean, it's... This devil is a fork-tongued mm-hmm. devil that has mm-hmm. never changed. The problem is that because we don't see it blatantly, we think it's not happening. He has evolved. Yeah. And just as yeah. they continue right. to say that the, the evolution of the so-called technology, mRNA, is here so we were able to get rid of corona faster, why haven't you evolved in your ability to get rid of cancer yet, if that's the case, or Ebola yet, right. or Zika, or all the other things, if that's the case? This is a, I mean, right. this is insanity for us to even listen to such a devil that has made himself blatantly known to us for so long. Oh my God! You know, <laughs> and that's that. Yes, uh, yes. Go, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Sam. Oh, so Sam, you brother. Uh, okay. Yes, brother Rizza, I wanted to ask you a question. Do you know yes, why it's considered? technology um, because and and my question really relates to the fact that the doctor who spoke at the um, at the plenary session she said that it was a synthetic particle it's a nanoparticle um, it's a synthetic piece of RNA and I yeah. know when you talk about nanoparticles that's um that has something to do with technology. And so I was just kind of yes. wondering, is this related to computer technology? Uh, oh, wondering. oh yes. Well, let, you know what? <laughs> only on elevated places, as Dr. Hammond <laughs> just said, because we, we're, we're going to conduct some surgery on this. Um, first of all, yes, it is not only computer technology, but it's man-made computer technology, which means if I introduce something that infuses itself into your DNA, which is from God, but what I have is made for man. If I can get that to combine with your DNA, then I have now turned you into a part human, part robot, or now what is called transhumanism. Therefore, I patented the technology. Therefore, I now own you because what is a part of your DNA is something that I made and own. So now I can legally, technically own you. And that is the next level of this. And I can activate this technology on a time frame system when I so choose. So it is right. their ultimate agenda, which is to become a total cashless, paperless, cardless right. society where they are injecting RFID chips into your hand like they have in Sweden. The majority of Sweden is now running off of radio frequency identification that they enter into the hand between the thumb and the index finger and they're trying to make that a dominant technology across the planet using satellite towers like they have in China, 
to maintain and dominate and control us, but they have to do it in a way where we will accept it because Satan always comes as an angel Come of on. light. Mm. Mm. Yes, sir. Thank you. Glad you man, asked me to go into it. And Dr. Eva, can I ask a, is a question? Of course. Okay. You know, it's because it's I was looking at the time. The question I really want Brother Reza to answer, and it's a, it's a conversation me and him had at Mont Marion, and I'm, I'm bringing it because, you know, he just, you know, turned, you know, a ripe young age, <laughs> just had a recent birthday. <laughs> Here we go. And, yes, <laughs> but, I, but I'm saying that from the standpoint that this is scholarship, not from – you know, you know, the Yale, the Harvard, he's been and had this muscle green, been out here for years. But I really wanted him to talk about his evolution so people can kind of see the growth of what inspired yeah, him to idea. even go on this track because right. he's from the West Coast, you know, and, and you guys, yes, he's sir. from the West Coast. He's from that block. Like he, that dude, you know, he came from that block and to be where he is now on social media and breaking it down. I mean, like, I don't think people understand that when Brother Rizza gets in these meetings, he has not switched the bow tie. And people Come know on. that he is with Farrakhan, and when he's in all of these rooms, he's breaking it down better than the scientists that are teaching. And I just want him yeah. to kind of show people the evolution and his connection to the minister, because he has never wavered with that. And he don't dress it up. He don't switch it up. It's the red bow tie. You see Paul Rizzo. <laughs> and everybody knows <laughs> Yeah, so and I just want you to kind of let people know that progression from being from the West Coast and then coming up into where you are at a very young age. Praise be to Allah. Yes, sir. I, I thank Allah for you, Brother Terrence, for that. And, and um, I'll just say just in, in a few words, um, my mother, who's a naturopathic doctor, she was in the field of medicine, in the medical field as a nurse. And when they switched everything from a mixture of medicine and somewhat pharmaceuticals and naturopathy, you know, herbs and vitamins and minerals and diet, they switched it all. Um, and she was at that meeting, I believe it was in downtown Long Beach at a convention, where she was walking into the room, major convention center, and they were just, you know, just having a, a major issue, you know, and the speaker said, this is a travesty. This is horrible. And the, the people are cheering. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, this is just, this is a sham. This is terrible. This is, this, this can't, you know, be happening. And the people are like, yeah, yeah. And she's walking in and she finally gets her seat. She sits down. And he says, there's just not enough people getting sick. <laughs> so she looked and around the room and the people are still cheering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, Oh, this is insane. And this, I believe, was in the late 70s when this happened where everything switched to pharmaceutical pills. And they said, you know, a headache, here's the pill. Stomach ache, here's the pill. Um, you know, your, your body's going through this issue. Here's the pill, 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 pill. And that's when she left that area in the medical field and she went straight into naturopathy full-time to become a naturopathic doctor. So I, I had to say that because this is the foundation that I was raised in was I was never raised in the traditional schooling system. I never really went to traditional school. I, I, was, I fought it. My, my mother raised me to buck the system um, and always <laughs> questioned. 
<laughs> Literally, I, I mean, I got in trouble for it all the time, Doctor. I was, I mean, all the time. Even when I was at, you know, um, Winnie Mandela Children's Institute. This is the school that I was raised in since I was about four or five years old. I was raised in African spirituality, so I was never indoctrinated with this system's indoctrination. Never was <laughs> raised on the Christmas. Never was raised on the Columbus. So I always knew the truth about this white man. And I and I and my mother reminded me when I was, I think, two or three. She said, baby, you used to go to uh, Sister Claire Muhammad school. I didn't remember. I said, what? She said, yeah, you was actually going to ask Mother Claire Muhammad school. I was like, wow. And I, I was praying in Arabic before I was praying in English to the East. I knew Fajr praying and Al-Fatiha in, in Arabic long before I knew what I was saying in English. So I was, that's my foundation. And going through World Literacy, which was an organization where I was a tutor and I was a student first at nine years old. I was teaching adults and children how to read and write on phonics, helping them to, you know, gain back the ability to learn how to read and write. Um, then from there, it just grew from that point. But I've always been working with the people since about the age of nine or 10. So I have about 21 years of just this. So it grew and evolved from being local with the people, different hoods, all of that, all the way up to now internationally with, you know, presidents and leaders and scientists, et cetera, but I don't see them as the authority. I just don't see them as that. I see Almighty God Allah as the authority, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the Honorable Mishul Farrakhan, and how they taught us to respect those in authority over us, but I don't respect this system, and so it's, um, I, don't, I don't see them as the pinnacle. I don't see this system as the epitome. I just don't see it that way. So I'll continue to study in a way where, the, the messenger taught us to master the science and knowledge of everything. And I strive to do that because the minister continues to do that. He has none of these degrees, and he runs circles around people. And I said, I yes, want to be like that. Not, not arrogantly, but that's what we are supposed to be, our ancestors are scientists, mm-hmm. moving things with their minds. I mean, if I can't move something with my mind, I'm not there yet. I, need, I got some work to do. And we all, we all <laughs> need to strive to be like our greats. And that's, that's um, you know, again, Brother Tess, I thank a lot for you for that because when I walk into these rooms, it's just I strive to follow these teachings to the best of my ability, and the blueprint is Farrakhan. That's who I specifically look at when it comes to how he moves, how he talks, how he handles conversations, and leaders and other people of different uh, areas, how he conducts himself around them. And that, that's what I look at. So, you know, I just thank Allah for his example because we still have growth. You know, it's a constant training and conditioning to meet and overcome all obstacles in our path. And, and again, that's just something that I strive to do on a daily basis. Yes, sir. <laughs> Praise be to Allah. Well, I Praise would, I would say with that, we, I'm sure people want to talk to you, Brother Rizzo. Yes, ma'am. I mean, Brother Terrence, did you have anything else? Brother Terrence, are you there? Okay. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I had no, I was asking if you I'll... had anything, anything else you want to listen before we go to the phones with the callers. Talk yeah, to I Brother mean, Rizzo. No, I appreciate I appreciate what he just shared. And I think also I want him to kind of contribute or kind of let people know how they can do what he does. And what I mean by that is that sometimes we see stuff like, oh, he's doing, he's doing it, he's doing it as though we can't do it. So we see the band there, we right. see the brother Rizza, 
Um, but the reality is that sometimes we see other people and we don't believe that we can do it. But that's why we have Minister Farrakhan as an example that you can do this also. So I just want that's him right. to kind of help coach people on how you can get into these spaces, how you can be in community, how you can be on social media and just do. Because Brother Ben, at first, all he was doing just playing the minister. That's all he was doing, right. playing the minister. And he blew up. And he didn't take a whole lot, just reshare. And I want him to kind of mm-hmm. talk about how people can get involved and get this more out because we don't need a solo act. We need a choir. So we need a bunch That's of right. him going out but doing it in their own uh, expression. Like uh, Sister Akila is doing some series, and she's doing right. her thing. So more mm-hmm. of our young people need to get out and get into this space. And I want him to just kind of give some te- steps sure. of how people can do that. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. I'll just say just quickly on that. The first thing is appreciate the individual expression that Allah has blessed you to have. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that the teachings do not rob us of our individuality. They don't rob you of the gift that Allah has blessed you uh, to express in the way that you express it. So the minister, as a vocalist, a singer, a, a musician, he, he still has that, and he uses that in the way that he can to push the teachings and the the example of a black man or a beautiful human being. I mean, he, he uses that gift. So we have to use our gifts. Um, I will say, believe it or not, um, black revolutionary talk and the spirit of, of blackness or original, being an original man and woman is so popular now to where the mainstream is even reaching out for those of us who are talking like this and representing yeah. the teachings. They want us now because they don't have any more influence in the mainstream like they used to. Yeah, They're not being watched <laughs> like that. The numbers are, are dwindling. So they, I mean, Dr. Ava, this, this shocked me when ABC reached out to me. Yeah. I said, ABC, wait a minute. I was like, okay, which one of these so-called Jews owns ABC again? Oh, right. I'm like, so, because you know, I mean, you know who I am. I mean, yeah, Nation of Islam, Farrakhan, I mean, I'm not going to waver, but you do know. And, you know, they're talking to my team, and they said, no, they know, but they want you to come <laughs> on the show. I said, uh huh. So here I go. I'm watching the interviews with the minister on all, you know, 60 minutes. Donnie, I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting loaded up because I, just in case <laughs> they try to come at your brother with some of these sidewinder questions. And I said, this is interesting. You silence me on social media, and then you invite me on to mainstream media. And you put me on broadcast. (laughs) Come on. And I said, well, what that tells me is, oh, your ratings are so low, but on social media, those of us, not just who are conscious, but those of us specifically in the nation are catching your eye because you could make money off of us. You could make more money. You can get more uh, influence or more viewers to come back to mainstream media by way of utilizing us and putting us onto your platform. I'm not, you know, I'm not a fool about this. So I said, so me being a Muslim and FOI in the nation of Islam who follows Farrakhan is now being accepted in mainstream? (laughs) Because I kind of started questioning. I said, am I being too soft? Am I not giving enough fire for them to, you know, Reach out to me. I must be going too soft. And I said, wait a minute. No, I, I get it. They need more viewers. Okay, so I'm watching all the believers. Be a believer 
and use your expression how Allah blessed you to use it as an MGT, as an FOI. If you're, if you're a musician, use the instrument. If you are an athlete, use your athleticism. If you, are, if you have certain talents, use them. Find out what it is that you do and that you love and push the teachings through that, but be bold about being a member of the Nation of Islam because the world is looking at us, literally. That's right. They want to see us. They want to see more bow ties, more headpieces, all the beautiful colors. They want to see how we're talking, how we're walking. They, they, they're getting ready for Ramadan, so they know the nation going to turn out heavy all over. We're about to get half the planet involved in fasting. <laughs> they, they know this on social media. So use the gift that Allah blessed you to have um, as an individual who is a part of the collective and push the teachings in your own beautiful, unique way. And Allah, you know, inshallah, you will be blessed, you know, because it's not about being seen. It's about the teachings being spread. It's about resurrecting the people. And in order for that to happen, we do have to be seen, but the goal is not, um, it's not arrogance. Of course, it's not ego. It's let us let the world see our glory let your light so shine among the earth so they can see the good works and they can see our father because they see him in us. So that's, that's really all I can say on that. It's just, you know, using your gift and pushing the teachings your own individual way to attract people to the beauty of what it is that Allah has blessed us to have. Yes, sir. Brother Rizza, before sister uh, Ava turns it over to the, uh, our, our callers, you just still got me stuck on this uh, robot, this trans, <laughs> this trans mutant. I forget what you called it. Um, trans- what oh yes, transhumanism. Right, transhumanism. But my, you know, my question, kind of a point, is this: I have a background in computer science, right? And so, mm-hmm. you know, the basis of computer programming recipes and messengers, I guess, to get them to deliver whatever they're claiming they're going to deliver. It would have to be error, trial and error, programming involves. I mean, we used to go to the computer room. We'd be there hours and hours and mm-hmm. days and days, and mm-hmm. the product would never do what it was supposed to do. The The ATM machine never worked until after <laughs> about a thousand times, you know, and then the decimal point would be off. So, I mean, the, the experimental nature of this is really scary since you're, you're saying yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I just yeah. wanted to um, – I thank you so much for that information. Praise be to Allah. I, I just um, – and I thank you for being in that field because now you understand from a subjective knowledge of you being in it, you can – now you can understand the capability – and how far it can go, but you can also understand how to dismantle it too because you know about coding and programming yeah. and deprogramming. And, you know, in order to understand a thing, we, have to, we really have to study it. That's why the messenger said, study the white man, for he is successful and makes no excuses, uh, you know, yeah. for his failures. Yeah, yeah. So we have to study this, you know. Um, so, yes, it's, it's dealing with programming. So you are very instrumental in helping to <laughs> deprogram and decode yes, what sir. the enemy is doing. <laughs> All praises to Allah. Like you say, I mean, they could tell us it's supposed to do one thing. The next thing you know, you can start barking like, a, you know, a dog. Mm-hmm. Because the program, the holder of the key to the program, can control the people that the programs, the transmission, mm-hmm. the particles, I guess, are in based on what, you know, you're saying, um, 
So we really do have to look at this experimental and make sure our people understand these risks. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. And, you know, with the the mRNA technology um, that that makes it different also from the, the traditional vaccine where they're using, you know, an inactive, uh, part of the disease. The thing about this is you can't undo this. Right. Mm, that's a fact. Once, once injected, it's in. It's, it's not coming out. You know, you, you, we can come in the light of the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and follow how to eat to live and follow this way of life. And, and as Brother just pointed out, Ramadan's coming, fasting, praying, the, the, the way of life – you can detox from the poisons that right. Satan is putting in us, but this one here, this mm. one here, you, there's no margin for error on this mm. one. There's no coming back from this because this is the final conflict. This is Satan's last stand. And we, right. we have to constantly connect the spiritual and the physical. Everything that's happening on the physical plane is, is, is emanating first and foremost from the spiritual level, then down through the intellect, and then into the physical. And, and to your point, Sister Pamela, which is fascinating, which you're introducing to the subject, you know, with the trial and error, trial and error. See, the other thing, you have the worst combination. You have evil, and you have incompetence yes, joined together. <laughs> Come on. Okay? Come on because you have a six-ounce brain. Mm. You know, the, we have a seven-and-a-half-ounce brain. That's right. And we're taught that that six-ounce brain, that six and seven-and-a-half, what that is referring to is the time that mm. Satan's brain power expires at the end of 6,000 years. So his mm. brain power has expired. He's, he's like a virus. He's a parasite. He's mm. living off of us on every level, including right. our thoughts, because he doesn't have any. And so one of the problems wow. I'm talking to you, Brother Riz, is talking about them inviting you on. They're confused. That's right. Yes, ma'am. Because, like you see, they're driven by greed. And as you said, well, they see the, the, the viewership going down. And they, they, they're, they're fixated. They're very compartmentalized in how they think. And so if you're, if you're in that division of the network that deals with ratings, you really don't think about anything else in life. Mm. They're not holistic like us. Mm. And so here's somebody thinking, I got to get these numbers up. <laughs> and they're trolling and they're like, man, everybody listening to this brother with this black suit and this red bow tie on. <laughs> you know, we got to get the youth because, that's the only way you get advertisers is if you have a young audience. That's right. Advertisers don't want anybody over 50 because people over 50 are not going to buy the latest pair of Nikes just because it says Nike on it. 
They're going to wear the same shoes for 20 years. <laughs> so you, you need consumers. You, right. you need somebody that says, oh, I had those shoes. I, had, I, I got two, two daughters, 23 and 24. I can't wear that. Nobody mm. wears that anymore. Let, you had it on last year. Oh, my God, last year. <laughs> okay. You teaching, you teaching, come on. <laughs> no you way teaching. am I going out in that. No way. Okay, so <laughs> these people are confusing. You just shared a whole new, you just added a whole new dimension to this, Sister Pamela. But that's, that's what I'll our brother does. Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, we're going to go to the phones, and we're going to start this evening with our dear sister, Ula. Yes, ma'am. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam. I thank Allah for the 5 o'clock prayer vigil we did last Thursday, and I'm encouraging us to do it again to pray for that brother who was suffering unjust conspiration, but not only praying for him, but all yes, Allah make Muhammad successful and all the true followers of Muhammad successful. To Brother Rizal Islam, you. I always enjoy listening to you or watching some of your uh, activities. I saw some of your uh, videos you posted at the CDC, and all I can say is uh, keep the faith. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Praise yes, to Allah. Sir. All praises are due to Allah. So, uh I'm not going to stay on too long, but I pray that we can make that prayer again tomorrow morning, Sister Ava. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I know there's so many people going to want to talk to this young brother, and I thank Allah for him and all the call the uh, for you, Sister Ava. And uh, inshallah, I hope to hear from you again next Thursday. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikum salam. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we're going to go to Sister Darcel. Assalamualaikum, Sister Darcel. Assalamualaikum. It's been a while. How are you doing? Sister? Really, it has been a long time. I know. I well, I try to get on, but gosh, if you don't get in there early, you know, the early bird, I guess. <laughs> but I wanted to make a couple of comments. I was not sure because I wasn't um, really ever introduced to the brother, um, but was he on hashtag Soul of a Nation this past week? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God, you were fabulous. And my, listen, uh, um, um, our attorney, um, Sister Pamela, she'll know how ignorant I am, but... There was someone else on that panel who, (laughs) I'm just going to say, this is just just a loose comment here with um, having our our fabulous brother there with um, Bishop um, Bashtai on there, on that thing, Mm. in the kitchen. And what I thought was really amazing about that was, um, was his name um, Charles Blow? And he had a different take on it. But I thought that whole segment in the kitchen was was just profound and fascinating. And I did, I'm a Twitter person, so I do tweet more than 
Facebook, but I did put out some tweets that you proudly represented the FOI. So I don't know if you read any of the tweets because I was not (laughs) even aware of you until there, and I had um, to call some of my family to the television. I said, look at this excellent young man. I was just so, I was so impressed. But another thing I just like to say and, and just stress um, and make mention to Sister Ula, there was weeks ago that she talked about her graduate school studies. And what I wanted to suggest, uh, other than just talking to the provost and the dean, if you come up with your own monies, meaning your own scholarships, and this is I consider insight point, your own scholarships, you you know apply, that is your bank of money. And believe me, mm-hmm. if you have enough money out there, you use that school as your clearinghouse to get your funds to complete your studies. That's just something I wanted to share, but I wasn't able to get on to share that with Sister Ula so she can complete her studies. But this is, I'm not going to stay long, and I was just very impressed. And what is your um, your personal Twitter handle so I can be one who follows? I don't like that following yes, thing because, you know, I think enough about I don't myself, either. But... <laughs> But I really that, don't like that terminology. <laughs> but I would follow. Yes. You know, I would love to be um, one who sees what you have to offer. Never, yes, ma'am. Um, it's, um, never met before. Yes, ma'am. It's um, it's at Islam Riza. Okay. If you know, whenever the enemy you know allows me to to be unblocked on there, <laughs> it's at oh, Islam no, Riza. Oh, I've been on Twitter. <laughs> I we must be in the in the brother and sisterhood together because I've been on Twitter jail before too. So yeah, see, I've been you know. <laughs> I understand. Well, and um, and in advance, happy Ramadan to all. And uh, and you have a beautiful website, Doctor oh. Ava um, uh, Muhammad. That's right. I was and I'm really <laughs> loving the graphics with the nation. You uh, you really upped your game. So and I will get off. And, okay. There's some awesome people that that work on their teams. That's right. But listen, uh, is there a so I can I can pass it on to Sister Ula the the con that you said to help her with her scholarship. Did you yes. have a contact, or did I miss miss that? Yes, ma'am. Oh no, I didn't. Um, gosh, I wasn't sure I was going to get on because I had it written down. I hear you. But I hear what you. I could do, if I could just, I'll 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 message you, miss it, message you on yes, the ma'am. Twitter because that's the best way I I follow, and you can okay. share that with her that she can get her funding that way. Because really, if you make a lot of money, as far as writing these scholarship letters and stuff, you have that bank of money, the schools will be after you. She'll end up being like an athlete in that situation of getting her um, her a doctorate degree. Just Go wanted ahead. to share. Awesome. Okay, thank, thank you, thank you so much. Child. Okay, and right, I thank you so much. Thank you, sister. <laughs> oh, thank you, beloved. Awesome. That was beautiful. Right. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Very beautiful call, and it just bore witness. And that's I'm, I'm glad Brother Terrence had you talk about how to get out here. Just bore witness that you can do this. Okay, that's right. Uh, we ha- we have, and 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 I do want to comment too on 
your point, because uh, I've always been of that position, um, either either you're in this or you're not. And I've had so many opportunities over the years, or I shouldn't call them, I say temptations trying to lure me. You know, we'll make you a host of this show or we'll do this, but, you you know, you can't come with that religion like that, uh, <laughs> you know, because you have to – we have an audience that's widespread. No, no, because I've never seen the minister go anywhere and equivocate in in any way, shape, or form about who he is. So if he can call 1.8 million black men – to not tune him in, but to get up and travel to Washington, mm. D.C., to the seat of power, and, and, and never deviate from who and what he believes in, then come on, you know, come why, on. who are we? Come on. And, and, that's that's, right. and, and I bear witness, brother, one of Brother Riz's trademarks is his black suit and red bow tie. Because in that's this right. hour, so many people have gone undercover. Come on, you know, mm, come on. The Holy Quran said, "Neither this nor that." Okay, mm, <laughs> and mm. to the degree, <laughs> uh, but really, to the degree we go undercover, to that degree we lose power. That's we right. Power. Come on, yes, ma'am. Yeah. and just that statement wow. from Doctor Ava it is wow. not <laughs> of anybody that we are talking about. But if That's you right. may fit that description. <laughs> Oh, right, right. No, I have no, no, no individual. No, I know, I know. I, I just want to let people know that is for no, our legal protection that she is not identifying anyone, any, any particular. We are right. just real or the fiction. Real or fiction. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know, there can, you I, go. can I say? Can I say this on that point, Doctor Ava? Yes, um, sir. I I told this only to a few brothers, but I, I think now it's a it's a it's a a beautiful time to go ahead and bring it out. But I wear Come on. my national intentionally, especially when I know I'm going to meet with artists, celebrities, media, so that they can see exactly that the teachings not only are alive, but are alive, well, and present globally, and that you're not going to take me away from these teachings. You're not going to get me without getting the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You're not going to get me without getting Farrakhan. I'm going to show you before I even walk in that door. You're going to see me before you hear me. So you know, okay, F-O-I, got it. All right, fine. Well, okay, we'll take it. Yes, you will take it. That's the, that's the point. And it's not going to be separate because there is no, oh, look at me. I've studied history, and as we all should study history, we have to remain connected to the source. If we want to be connected to the source at this hour, in this time, period, you know, I, 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 we just got to get out of that, you know, um, and be courageous and stop being afraid to stand on truth, man. We really got to get out of whatever it is that we're thinking. And if we lose friends or lose connections because of us being connected to the minister, then those are not your real damn friends and they're not real connections. The first they're place. not worth it. So I would That's never right. forsake the teachings for nobody. And they know that clearly, again, which is why I was surprised that they invited me on to ABC. <laughs> Praise <laughs> be to our love. <laughs> Love it, love it. No, we we this this is not a time to dilute your faith, which will in turn dilute your power. We need it. We need it now. And we we saw from Savior's Day all the way through the ministry, 
meeting that this is about getting back on our cardinal principle of belief. You know, go to the back of our newspaper and refamiliarize yourself with who and what we are. Come out of the identity crisis, okay? Hmm. And 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 stop equivocating under the guise of I'm I'm trying to appeal to people. You know, because when you when you try to adjust yourself to be accepted by the dead, all right, hmm. then you're going to end up like them. See when 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 the two come together, then one of you is going to have to change. If your friend uh, is a disbeliever and you're a believer, it, it, it's not going to take long. Either you're going to bring them your way or they're going to take you their way. But you're not hmm, going to just hang on. out forever, ad infinitum. Hmm. Oh, that's my friend. Hmm. That's, it's, it's like you all are saying, then... then if they reject you because you are with Minister Farrakhan, then why would you want to be with them? Come on. Mm. Say that. They shouldn't have to reject right. you. You should have been gone. They boring them. Okay. So we're gonna we got Brother Daryl who has the comment. One of our loyal callers. I saw him Brother Daryl. Well like a salam family. Happy Savior's Day. Um, I want to thank you, Brother Ariza. May Allah continue to bless you. And thank Allah for your parents that brought you in so young. And um, you're doing the right thing. Like Sosaiva said, you know, it's not identified, but it's a shoe fit. May it give you coins and hurt your feet. But you (laughs) say when you walk out (laughs) with your national on and your red bow tie, Brother, and your black suit, how in the heck can we say we're a follower? Again, if the shoe fit, may it give you corn. And we are afraid to go out. I have the national on my van. I have it on my car. Everybody, ooh, you shouldn't do that. Well, hell, I'm with Farrakhan. I don't care about what you all think. I want mm, them to know on. I am a Muslim. Don't you know that's going to save your doggone life? Wearing mm. the name of Muhammad and wearing the national to let our people know that this is real. And you're afraid, and you want to throw your bow tie in the closet, and, and you're scared to go mm. out because you want to be a part of the system, then you're going to die with Come the on. system. You know, the time is out for this bull crap that we're doing. I go out proudly, Farrakhan. I have, uh, back when the Million Man March, uh, brother, I love the teachers. I had a, um, uh, it was a, a shirt that the brother was selling back then. And it had the minister name on it, and it had all kind of writing, I mean, you know, a meaning of his name, Farrakhan. So I got so much confidence off this shirt. It, uh, I took uh, my uh, former mother-in-law, and she took the uh, picture off with the three pictures of the minister's face. And I had to put on the back of one of my blue jean jacket. Brother, I get so many compliments of that picture. And mm-hmm. then stop me and say, can I take a picture of that back of that jacket? I said, of course. I love advertising the minister. I love advertising the minister. I love saying I'm a follower of Farrakhan. And and I'm not going to stay long, but I am so geared up. When I hear you talking, Sister Ava, you are a soldier. Everybody on this line is a soldier (laughs) of Farrakhan. And I live and die for this because we have to understand, don't take Jim Jones' Kool-Aid in the needle. 
That's what it is. <laughs> Ooh, that's, Come on. What it is. Right. that's what the minister yeah, said. That's what he said. Come on. You're that's right. what it is. So, you sure said Come on. Here it is. You, so, Abe, I'm hearing now that they're coming after T.I. and his wife. I don't know if y'all heard that. Mm-hmm. They're pumping yes, a mess on them. And then they turn around. My uh, sister-in-law's son, they just had a set of beautiful twins. This is ain't by accident. This is it's by design. They have autism. I have two family mm. members. And oh, my, my God. My, Come on. my grandson and my uh, last baby son, he has autism. They are coming in all kind of angles. These babies have autism, and they're not even a year old. This beast mm. is out here doing his job. And if we don't get our sisters, and if you know any sister, Ava, if we could get it out, we need to get all of our sisters that do a midwife out here immediately. They are destroying our babies. There's too many babies coming up with autism. This Mm. mess has to stop. Now they're talking about Ebola back. It never stops. This beast is coming out with every angle he can to destroy us. I love you all. I don't want to get on the soap like you say, Sister Ava, because I'm full. But, yes, brother... You keep it, keep the keep your faith. You uh, so like Brother Tan said, we're gonna keep this choir going because you can't do it by yourself. The minister said himself, I can't do it myself. I need soldiers, so we're gonna have to do what we have to do. But if we know anybody for saving, get it put out next week. We need to get all the sisters that are delivering babies. Because my son, uh, my uh, baby boy, his wife is giving a hell of a baby. We need to get all of these children delivered by our own. I said, I'm black and love you, and all stay safe. Yes, sir. Thank you. Excellent call. And we know that a century ago, people had their babies at home. That's right. You know, this whole mm-hmm. medical profession, you know, which the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said he aims to destroy. Mm, come on. Because it is a culture of drugs, not a culture of healing. And now they have a, a, a culture, and, and we're in this mindset we have to come out of, that you go to a hospital to have a baby. I mean, that's just pervasive in the culture. Mm. And we've got to come out of it. And that's why it's important to see that film, Medical Racism, the New Apartheid. Okay. That's right. And and, and and look at the heartbreaking stories of seeing these black women with these beautiful babies, boys. I mean hmm. I mean, do do we do our people read their own Bible? Hmm. <laughs> you know, Herod right. sending out the you know, kill the the male the male babies. You know, you mm-hmm. want to laugh at the narrative of Dr. Yaku? Hmm. It's the doctor, the nurse, and the preacher. Man, come on. The same cast doing hmm. it again. And when I saw that sister with, with her son, you know, her twin babies, and you look at the difference. I mean, that was that was like a... The the quintessence of how the devil operates. Mm, Come on. You know, twins, a boy and a girl. And she turned around to check on the the girl baby in the stroller. And in that quick time, this nurse gave her 
male child, not one but two shots of that MMR. And she said, that night I lost him. And the next thing you know, this beautiful child is staring vacantly into space. I mean, what is wrong with us? Come on, that's right. You know, pregnancy is not an illness. Come on. Huh. All right, we're going to Brother Frank. Farrakhan <laughs> soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It just comes. It just comes out every once in a while. It's all right, now, baby. That's right. I know that, that Farrakhan just oozes out of you all the time. It's just like come where on. it come from. <laughs> Man, I love it. Man. Oh my God! Let's get out of here. <laughs> It's all right. We here with That's you. right. Come on. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let's see. Do we have Brother Frank? Are you on? Yes, I'm. Assalamu alaikum. Waalaikum assalam. So I thought you had to listen to me. More information. I'm always tuning in. My sister, um, I just wanted to know, um, once we get past all this COVID collapse and everything that's going on, you guys don't stop back up to town hall. Maybe many of y'all had them going on, going all over the country, a lot making people awareness of the um, of the movement to consider separation. Hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, you, you all said because, because it picked up so much steam. Because, you know, I stay right. in contact with everyone I know. You, it picked up so much steam, and then this headed here, that's all. Oh, wow. So I just, you know what I'm saying, I'm optimistic about it and hearing about it, and y'all now start it back up again. And that brother, we're We're starting okay. up again, but it won't be town hall meetings now. We're starting up the, the process itself. And we're going to uh, be inviting people to different um, cities and towns where we'll be, where people are actually, our people are actually buying uh-huh. land with, with plans to settle. We're, we're going to be the new settlers. Oh, that's, that's you know, right. white people win and how they settled the West. We're going to settle the South. There you go. Okay. There you go. Yes, ma'am. Great news. And there's a bunch of us Great already news. there. There's a bunch of us already there, but when you have the brother Rizzas, the brother Terrences, the sister Pamela's, the brother Franks and all, it don't take but a few of us to go in and wake everybody up. (laughs) You know, this is why we're fighting this vaccine so they don't become, you know, some kind of Stepford wife and robots and stuff before. Just hold on, Mm. black folks. Y'all doing good. They're resisting this vaccine like a mug. Right. I heard Charlemagne the God on the Breakfast Club. He's like, nah, I ain't taking it. He said, I don't want to wake up with another eye or something. No. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. He already knows. And I don't know if you all saw Wendy Williams. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. With, with, with oh, Dr. Like, no. Oz. Look, look at his mm-hmm. name. Dr. Oz. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. Remember the Wizard of Oz? Of Oz? Yeah. Right. Come on. Come on. Total illusion. She she kind of lost me when she lied to us and told yes, a flat lie that everything was peaky-dooky and everything between her and her, her husband, everything was fine and okay. And then she know they're getting divorced. It was a bit about us. So I don't like putting our people down, but the truth is the wait truth. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, slow down. Slow down. Slow down, oh, oh, Frank. Oh, 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 I missed it. I missed You said no, Wendy Williams told he... her audience that she and her husband were doing fine. <laughs> and the next thing you know, they were getting a divorce. So, hello. No, I'm, I'm asking you. Is that is that you said the lie you're talking about? Exactly. Exactly. Brother Frank. <laughs> Come on, man. Open your heart. <laughs> Open your heart up, bro. I thought you were gonna say she told us to go take the vaccine or something. I don't know too many married couples that run out and say we're we're fighting, we're doing good. They were trying. Maybe they were trying to make it. Go ahead. And, and no, and the bottom line is, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The bottom line <laughs> okay. is, she said no to the vaccine. That's number one. And let me be very. Let me back up. That, that's what we're talking about. She said no to vaccine. But let me back up and be very yeah. clear yeah. to everybody that's listening. The separation town hall was a beautiful and wonderful thing, but let's be clear. The Nation of Islam has always talked about separation, point number four, on the back page of the final call newspaper. But we always give the opportunity for you to give us freedom, justice, and equality. But when that is not given, then we are going to point number four. And the reality is this, is that our sister, regardless, let's just say she did something crazy, she got smart enough and wise enough to know not to take the devil's vaccine. Now, you got preachers, you got celebrities, you got rich folks that are on TV telling folks to take the vaccine, and we look up to them so I, I would just be very careful how we judge on people because people that are in line with God, because God messenger, Messiah, said don't take it. So her position is of the one of the Messiah. No, no, no. I ain't mis- no, 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 brother. Brother Frank, brother Frank, be clear. I didn't misunderstand. I ain't say anything about against you. I'm just saying that with okay, our sister. You. She stood strong on saying no. That's number one. This show is about not taking a vaccine, and I can respect her because she said no. I'm not judging on anything else, and I say that is because some other scholars, athletes, and very influential people are telling our people to take that which God has told us not to take. So with God, she's standing in a whole better position with God because she is listening to the Messiah in our midst about not taking something that God has ordered us not to take. So I would look at it from that standpoint. And like I said, separation has always been uh, the best and only solution to our issue enemy in America. Uh, okay, yes, sir. Sounds good to me. Yes, sir. 
Thank you, beloved. Thank you, Brother Frank, so much. We always love your calls. We love Brother Frank. <laughs> but yes, we, we, we do. Yeah, we have to... We have to focus in on, and, and, you know, we're learning in Study Guide 18, rising above emotion, into the thinking of Allah. Put yourself in the other person's shoes. That's That's how we get unity. You know, doesn't mean you agree, but just put, not judge them in third person, but actually be them in your mind. And ask you, what Mm. would you do if you were them? You know, and maybe at the time she said they're doing fine, they were. And uh, you know, yeah. marriages are alive; they're organic. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Come on. That's right. Or it could have been her perception of. But at the end of the day, that's her personal life. That's right. That's Come right. On. But she is a she is an entertainer. She is a talk show. But when it came down to the life or death, the death that is in that needle, she Come said on. no. And 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 the best thing she said is because I don't trust it. Come on, that's right. There it is. And when that red old white man, he was so offended. And you, when you look at it, he's sitting there in utter shock and disbelief. Like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you, you are influential, and and what what can we do? What can we do to get Come you on. to? She said, she looked at him like, read my lips. I'm not. That black woman's name. That's right. I am. And she said, I don't don't get flu shots. He really wanted to close it out because she was was tearing the whole, their whole reality. (laughs) That's right. I also don't do no flu shots. I don't take no aspirin every day for heart attacks. None of that. She That's said right. it. <laughs> he sure did. It was beautiful. She was tearing him up. He man, man, you better like, leave that black woman alone. alone. I know that. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> We're running low on time. We got Brother Oil waiting. As-salamu alaykum. As-salamu alaykum, family. Brother Rizzo, keep up. And fine, sister. And Brother Terrence. And Brother Rizzo, you keep up the good work, soldier. I'm one of the well, little brothers, a little bit older than you, trying to keep up with the so, uh, social media, trying to keep it up. So, um, you know, we're taught to push the minister, push out uh, what we believe. But uh, yes, I sir. wanted to say this um, to back up Sister Ava, uh, what Minister Farrakhan told her, and Minister, Sister Ava back it up. She said, these are wicked scientists interfering with who and what we are in a opposition to coming back into rulership. This is the yes. satanic mind. They seek to make us other than ourselves in a permanent way. And I also mm. wanted to, did y'all hear about Marvin Hagler? You know, Marvin yes. Hagler. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Marvin Hagler. Uh, now, now, I'm like this. Him and Thomas Hearns, I used to pick him up when they, I knew Thomas Hearns personally because I got family in um, Detroit, and I got something else to tell you what my brother told me. He's an anesthesiologist, and it's from the horse's mouth. Going back to Thomas Hearns, these are two buddies. But all of a sudden, he he tweets. Uh, Marvin Hagler told him that he was died, you know, that he was sick from the complications from the vac- second vaccine. Now, yes. when this when this when this uh, blossomed on social media, they had his wife to come back and say, no, he didn't die of all the, compl- you know, the complications of the vaccine. So this is the 
trick mind tricks they're going to do, you know, when people die. They're going to say all kinds of things and know they die from this or that. But uh, my brother's anesthesiologist in Atlanta, and he and another doctor, he said, these are different doctors. Then I have a brother, to back of what Rizzo said about the military. He's a retired military pilot, and he said, he told me the same thing. He said they have the option. Going to my brother that's an anesthesiologist, he told me, Sister Ava, and y'all listen to this, he said the doctors say, Within 6 to 14 months, that's where you're going to see drastic complications. 6 to 14 months, com- yes. drastic complications. Right. 6 to 14 months, this come out the horses, my brother mm-hmm. anesthesia, I was in Atlanta. And he told, uh-huh. he said, you're going to see, and they're trying to make him take it. He said, no. You know, he said, oh, oh, I, you, know, I, you know I listen to the minister, you know, my brother under uh-huh. me. So um, he said they, they're trying to make the uh, health workers uh, take it, but uh, – he said, you know, uh, like like the minister say, if you keep your immune system up, you can beat it because the, the coronavirus doesn't kill you. It's the side effects, diabetes, and the, um, you know, the adverse, mm-hmm. the, the, the ill pre-existing conditions. Uh, the conditions, mm-hmm. right? And you know, it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and uh, I wanted to say the new paper has a beautiful um, um, interview with. Uh, Sister Charlene did um, Black America and the Coronavirus on the new uh, film. Everybody, uh, Minister told us to watch Medical Racism. Um, Robert Kennedy on there too, and this is this is a beautiful, um, uh, uh, you know, excerpt on that. But like I said, we're giving out these flyers. We get, I'm, I, like I told Sister David last week, trying to do 100, 200, maybe a thousand flyers a week. I tell the brothers in the mosque, don't let those flyers sit up in there. Get them flyers in right. the people's hands. Get them into the people's hands because they got seven points. The number one point, and I'm gonna get off the, the number one point of the whole thing is U.S. policy on depopulation. This devil want to get us out of here. Come on, so I'm gonna get us. Come on. So, brother, brother Rizzo, you keep up, keep kicking tail and taking names, and all the young brothers and these, and uh, your older brothers are right behind. We might be me and Terrence. We 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 with it. Now Terrence, a young man too. He's flying on them baby planes. <laughs> that's but, right. Uh, we, that's right. Yeah, I'm but, still a young. That's brother. right. I'm still with the That's youth. Right. Still young, 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 young but uh, we 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 were right here. Even even us, we were on here with the social media. So um, if we're out here, pump our pump our minister up, and uh, don't take that. Put this flyer out here, and don't take this vaccine. Love you all. Keep up the good work. Assalamualaikum, fam. All right. Thank Love you. as well, my brother. Like salam, sir. Thank you. Okay, we 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 got about. Uh, we'll probably just take one more call, and I I. Apologize, all the callers waiting, but it's been such a lively discussion, and uh, that's right. That's all because uh, Brother Rizza has really brought it tonight. he really has. We're going to go to Brother Cartier, who was on our separation panel, and again, you—he's 26 years old, police officer, family man, and he's—he's he's really heavily, deeply involved uh brother Rizza in this separation movement and so he's on the line with a comment brother cartier assalamu alaikum sir well it's salam sister but call me off guard (laughs) 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 no i just wanted to uh thank thank you for the show as always and uh thank brother Rizza for getting on i hope he doesn't mind me sharing sharing this but just a bearing of witness to what you all talked about earlier in regards to tucking your Islam when we get to certain crowds 
uh, last, yeah, this this past weekend, uh, I was blessed to attend a dinner with Brother Rizzo and oh, the audience. Okay, there. I'm calling myself. Bring okay, <laughs> yes, sir. <Yeah. laughs> no, no, uh, but the the audience there was predominantly white, um, mm-hmm. white females, white males. You had doctors. Uh, I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going to share who. Uh, in regards to the invitation, but um, our brother came in with his black bow tie, came in, I mean, with his uh, red bow tie, black suit, and he stood up uh, in front of that audience and thoroughly represented the Nation of Islam, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the Honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan, not only in spirit, but in name. Uh, yes. And you had a, you had, you had a bearing of witness from those, from the audience that was predominantly white, uh, mm, you had them coming up to them saying, "Man, how can we, how can we get, how can we help you?" This is what they asked them, like, "How can we, how can we help you in trying to wake up black people to this, to this vaccine? How can we, how can we get involved?" And they, some of them end up uh, was there in front of the CDC uh, the next day. But I just wanted to thank brother for his representation, man. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's masterful, Praise man. To brother, Allah. Brother's master. Appreciate okay. your testimony. Yes, ma'am. All right, I'll throw him later. Thank you, Brother Carden. That's, that's a cold soldier right there, Brother Carden. It's no joke. No, he's for <laughs> real. For I mean, that, he's, he's part of this 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 time and place of, yeah. you know, those of you late 20s, early 30s, just coming over that horizon into really that settling into taking charge, you know, yeah. and, and it's just important to, you know, be be our. That's a, what did Master Father Muhammad say? The scope of my teachings is six words: accept, accept your, your own, own and, be and be yourself. Praise right. to Allah. Hmm. And so we we really have essentially run out of time because by the time I thank everybody, it's going to be <laughs> over. But I really, uh, really, brother Riza, on behalf of the whole Elevated Places team. You know, we can't thank you enough, and we we got to have you come on here on a regular basis. Uh, so to that, you know, because as as you as we grow, you grow, and as you grow, we grow, because we're all that's right. We're all tribe of Shabazz. It's time for the that's original right. man to return to his position of rulership. It's just that simple. So we thank you and, and your brilliant mind for coming on and giving us this insight. And, of course, uh, I can't thank Sister Attorney Pamela Muhammad enough for always taking time to do research and show us the, the legal facets of all that is going on. And, oh, of course, our executive Oh, and forever and ever. And our executive wow. producer, the one and only Sister Rona Muhammad for making all this happen. And, of course, the traveling man as, as you know, the flight lieutenant, <laughs> the baby <laughs> plane pilot. Because <laughs> Brother Karen <laughs> shows up in so many places. We, we accuse him of being triplet sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is he is called into this show from the frozen tundra and everywhere else you can wow. think of. <laughs> no matter where he is, he 
he finds a way. He'll be at dinners and banquets and awards programs and conferences and on these little out-of-the-way places on earth we never heard of, and he calls in to handle it. So he paid for the tent. And, of course, uh, we can never thank Allah enough for the callers uh, who make Elevated Places the place to be and all of those who log in. We love you each and every Thursday evening. So may Allah bless us and keep us strong. I want you all to know my beloved sister is turning around, and uh, it is due to uh, all of your prayers and your thoughts and your messages. And Because Allah said, pray to me, I will answer. May Allah bless all of us with love and the light of understanding. As-salamu alaykum. Allah alaykum. Allah.